Welcome to Let's Connect. My name is Keith McPherson, and I'm so glad you've decided to join me for this next episode. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by founder and executive director of a new startup called Coaching for Everyone. Victor McGuire is here to tell us more about Coaching for Everyone and his vision to take coaching to the next level in our world. So sit back, relax, and let's connect. Hi, everybody. Keith here, and I hope you're enjoying a wonderful week wherever you are. Uh, So glad you could join me on the podcast today. Uh, As a coach myself, I'm very excited for today's podcast because um, I hold this practice of coaching near and dear to my heart, and I'm going to be speaking with uh, a new friend of mine, Victor McGuire, who has started an incredible um, vision or movement, you might say, called Coaching for Everyone, which is really the idea of bringing coaching and the coaching practice to more and more people around the world who might not normally have access to to the coaching profession, so to speak. Um, it's a really amazing vision. And for those of you that are unfamiliar with coaching, uh, coaching is quite a dynamic practice, and it's hard to put just one sentence together for coaching. Um, in my experience of it, it's really been a process of helping people evoke transformation in their life um, through asking powerful questions, holding accountability, powerful listening, curiosity, um, really helping people live into their life purpose and live their best life on purpose. And this is one of my passions as a coach is to to really help people move into that space of of living their life uh, aligned and the best life they possibly can be living in the period of time they're here on the planet. And I know that uh, Victor McGuire also shares a similar vision. We were trained in the same um, coaching training called the Coactive Professional uh, Coactive Training Institute. And they're just an incredible organization that train coaches all around the world in their model of what they call coactive coaching. And I could speak about that for the whole entire podcast. But in the context of today, we're going to talk about how coaching can be made more accessible to those that. Um, might not ever get a chance to be coached. There's sort of a a bit of a stigma that coaching only uh, is available to executives in companies or to people with a lot of money. And um, in some ways, there's some truth to that. And what excites me about what Victor is starting here is he's finding ways to bring this powerful practice to um, people on the front lines that might not normally get a chance for coaching. So he's going to share way more about that than I can share with you here. Uh, super excited for that that conversation today. Uh, just before we get into it, I also wanted to let you know that I'm going to be shifting um, my release schedule for the podcast in the coming weeks. So just a, a heads up for you that are subscribed to the podcast that as opposed to it coming out on Sundays, we're going to now be releasing it on Mondays to start your week off on the right foot. So just be aware of that if uh, you're wondering, why didn't the podcast come in on a Sunday? We're moving it to Monday um, coming up soon. So just uh, we'll be making that shift very shortly on the podcast. Also, for those of you that are listening for the first time or maybe haven't um, thought about this before, please subscribe so that you know when uh, a new episode comes out and uh, we can stay in touch that way a lot closer, especially if you're enjoying this idea of connecting to amazing people around the world that are doing amazing things. That's uh, why I started this podcast in the first place, was to really um, give a voice to those people in the world that, that have an important message to share 
And especially in the times we're in with the COVID crisis and the uncertainty and complexity, I think it's so important that we come together and share stories of positivity and success in the world. And uh, I can't think of a better way than this, this podcast platform to, to do that. Also, if you have guest ideas for the podcast, please send them my way. Uh, you can reach me at my website, keithmcpherson.ca. Uh, maybe perhaps you have a story you'd like to share as well. I'd love to hear from you. So please reach out and uh, stay in touch. And now without further ado, please meet my new friend, the incredible founder and executive director of Coaching for Everyone, Victor McGuire. All right, Victor is joining me here live. And Victor, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Yes, it's great to be here, Keith. Appreciate yeah. it. I've been uh, itching to know how you first discovered coaching. I want to hear your, your background about how you discovered coaching in the first place. You know, um, you know, I think I discovered coaching before I knew that it was coaching. Wow. <laughs> if that makes any sense, because I'm, I come from an education background. And um, so I was a middle school, high school teacher for a long while. And then I went on and got my, um, got my degree in higher ed, and then I was a university professor, but I was training teachers and training students. But early on in the eighth, um, I, I had a group of students in the eighth grade, and we had this after school program called Spice of Life. And it dealt with self-esteem, motivation, communication, time management, mentoring, service learning. And um, this was in the mid eighties. And they were just amazing in regards to how they just jumped on it. And they just really took advantage of wanting to grow in those areas. And so I spent time with them collectively I spent time with them in small groups. I spent time with them individually. And as I think about it, that was the beginnings. That was the beginnings of me moving into the coaching realm. And wouldn't you know, um, years, years later, at least 20 years later, one of the things that we did actually with this program is we also did a little a little show called uh, No Negatives that we would take to um, elementary schools and uh, senior citizens' places to, um, to perform. And um, it sort of blew up and got a lot of publicity, got a grant from the governor's office, had to leave teaching, had to train other people. So, so, so it, really, um, it, it really sort of galvanized and put me in a position of doing a lot of leadership type training. Well, because of that experience, I got hired by another company out of Denver to do leadership training. But what they referred to was Spice of Life, something that I had done years before. Someone that was on their staff that I'll maybe mention later, she saw it and she says, I remember what you were doing with those middle school kids. And what you are doing with them is what we now do with adults. And so we'd like to have you join our team. So then I joined their team and then I was doing leadership training, leadership training. And then that's real. Now I'm getting closer and closer to what we now know as coaching. And um, then I got recruited by another company out of um, 
California um, to do some, to, to become a coach. And that was the Marcus Buckingham company. Oh, right. And um, to be a coach. And so um, they wanted me to get certified. So then I went back and went through uh, CTI and got certified. And, um, and as they say, the rest is, the rest is history. That's incredible. And for people listening that aren't familiar, CTI is the Coactive Training Institute now. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, it was called uh, the Coaching Training Institute. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. imagine that must have been like fairly early on. Like this was in the 80s or 90s that, that you got your, I guess, official certification as a oh, coach. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I was, I finished up my certification um, just about, five, six months ago. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. Wow. This reminds me so much of the trek that I've been on as well as a coach. And what I'm appreciating in your story is how it's just naturally and organically evolved from a place you couldn't have predicted at the time. That Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was, and it was because of, you know, it was because, so I had finished my training now with Marcus Buckingham working with their, you know, one of their large clients had finished a training session and it just hit me. And I just said, you know what, what if we were to offer the same level of coaching to underrepresented, underserved populations that one might not know what coaching is and two might not be able to afford it. What if we could create something like that? And then I said, God, it sounds like a nonprofit. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, I said, I need to, I need to come up with a name. So then I began to think of different names and begin to look at what was taken and what wasn't and what stuck was coaching for everyone. And then I grabbed that name and then, um, then the ball started turning, applied for the 501c3 to the IRS and then started talking to people. And it's just, Yeah. Yeah, this vision coaching for everyone that you've created, it just, I feel so um, excited and just enthralled with the idea that everybody mm-hmm. could actually have access to the power of coaching. I mean, yeah. what, an, what an incredible vision that you're holding and creating in the world right now. I, I'm curious too. I mean, I know there's people listening to the podcast that might not be as familiar with like, what does it even mean to have a coach? Like, what is that process? And just in your own, experience in in words how would you describe like coaching you know here's some here's some bullet here's some bullet words you know one is you're engaging in a partnership you know with someone um you're you are engaging with someone that is listening that will be thought-provoking to you they'll be they will work with you in sort of a creative process that that inspires you as the coachee to activate your personal and your professional potential. Wow. That's amazing. And I'm curious just in, in regards to uh, this idea of coaching for everyone and bringing it to people that maybe have never had a coach before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, If you were to talk a little deeper about the vision of that, like what, what would be the ultimate dream in this, this new startup of coaching for everyone? What are you You seeing happening? For us, we're looking at a couple of things. One is we've identified three areas, um, 19 to 25-year-olds, um, 
from that. Um, and, and we're really looking to stay within the um, BIPOC community, you know, Black, Indigenous, people of color. And so we're looking at 19 to 25-year-olds. We're looking at K-12 educators. You know, I come from the education background, so I couldn't leave them out. Mm -hmm. And then we're looking at nonprofits in general, looking at coaching um, the clientele that nonprofits deal with and even coaching their staff. Wow. Um, so those are, those are our three areas. And then, um, then on even a larger scale, we know that um, coaching training programs are, um, are pretty homogenous mm -hmm. and they are not as diverse as they'd like to be. And so instead of thinking about the onesies, the twosies, you know, I don't have the mindset of, you know, we've heard this phrase so often, you know, if I could, if we could just change, you know, offer coaching to one person, you know, that didn't have it before, boy, that would be it. And for us, no, that's not the case. It's got to be 101 or 1,001. And so it's got to be, so we're not looking at bringing people through coaching programs in onesies and twosies, but in small cohorts of 15 to 20, and now they go to a coaching training program together, collectively, where they can not only learn the ins and outs of coaching and the coaching profession, but then they learn from each other and what they bring to um, what they bring to the table. So we're in conversation right now with um, a coaching school in particular that also has that same interest of partnering with us and looking to um, looking to bring individuals um, through cohorts um, through a certification coaching program. So we would love to be love to move the needle so that you know we're we are certifying, you know, 50, 75, 100 over a course of a year. You know, wow. why couldn't you do that each year? And then you really move the needle. So now if you have all of these coaches that are now partnering and listening and engaging with their clients in a thought-provoking and a creative way and, and are really strong um, people that inspire others to activate their potential, um, Imagine now, now you've got a hundred people doing that and then all the clients that they're going to have over a course of a year. And then you can see, and then if that happens a hundred a year, a hundred a year, a hundred a year, look how the face of coaching, look how that's changed just in five or even wow. 10 years. Look how that has changed. And yeah. so it's really about us being intentional. Yeah, it's so inspiring. I just did as you start talking about it from this place of vision and, and bigger level, higher level, it's just so inspiring. I'm, I'm hearing sort of twofold here. I'm hearing providing coaching for people that might not have a chance, but also training the coaches. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's wow. it. Those are two main planks at this time. Yeah. Beautiful. In your words, like what do you think it takes to be a coach? Um, I think to be a coach it's, you feel it internally. You know it. You know if it's within you to inspire others. Mm. You know if it's within you that, you know, if your friends, if your colleagues 
are, are saying things like, you know what, I really enjoy, I really enjoy speaking to you because you do such an excellent job of just listening to me. You're on that path. If people are telling you that you are inspiring them and you've heard that over a period of time, then you're on that path to mm. coach, you know? Absolutely. That's amazing. I, I also am curious, like, um, just in terms of the groups that you named that coaching for everyone's going to really target. Mm -hmm. I'm curious what, what made you come to the decision of, of targeting those particular groups at this time? Yeah. Well, 18 to, you know, or even 19 to 25 year olds, um, they may, they may be unaware. They may just not know. And why not, you know, imagine any of us that are even 35 or older, imagine what our worlds would be like if at 19 or 20 year old, when we were 19 or 20, we got executive level coaching for three months, wow. twice a month for, what, where would we be? Yeah, what, no doubt. what direction um, would have we gone? You know what? So, so that's one. And then educators in general, uh, K-12 educators, um, they're the good hands people. They're spending all their time. They're like, you know, you know, um, they're like, especially elementary teachers, you know, hardest working people in the profession. Yes. Um, they just give, 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 give. They're like the scarecrow and they're losing their straw each and every day. And it isn't until the last day of the year that they're going around picking up the straw, putting themselves together and then utilizing the summer for it to stick so they can do it all over again. Mm -hmm. So because I come from that environment, that K-12 environment, it just really seemed to make sense to me that, you know, here's a population that just, once again, doesn't have that, doesn't have that opportunity right. to get coached. Right. Then you look at the hundreds and thousands of nonprofits out there that are doing yeomans and work with people in so many different areas that imagine if their clientele got some coaching and or if their staff got some coaching imagine what that would do so to me does it does it it it, it covers a large you know a large swath of you know of people and yeah. so that's why we decided to go that route oh i'm so inspired by this vision i i can't even begin to imagine what it would be like to be a teacher or a nonprofit having access to you know, like you said, executive level coaching mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. to be able to self care, which I think yeah. is really one of the, the challenges when you're in a, a field of a uh, service provider and, and giving is that we forget to look after ourselves. Um, yeah. I, I even find that as a coach myself at times, mm -hmm. I'm doing so much giving that I forget to, to self care. And I'm, I'm curious from your perspective, being a coach as well, what do you do in that department? How do you look after yourself? Yeah, you know, this is, this is one of those cases, um, and it gets reinforced. My wife will tell me, she goes, you know what? I've seen you just turn off. Like you'll be going, 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 and then you just shut down, and you just know how to shut down. And I think probably some of my upbringing had something to do with that um, in regards to that. But what I tend to do 
it's it's simple. I will, um, I'm you know, I'll be intentional about working out. Mm. I'll be intentional about taking time for me if it's you know golf or a run, or I'll be intentional about taking a, a significant walk so that I can, you know, lately I've been listening to a lot of books. Um, Deepak Chopra has offered over COVID is offered um, free meditation, wow. which has been awesome. And so it's been nice to engage in that. But I've, I've always been a proponent of, you know, I've listened to them on those flights when they say, you know, you first have to take the oxygen mask and put it on yourself before you're able to take care of anyone else. Oh, and yeah. so I took that, I've always taken that to heart. I know that it, unless I'm healthy, it is going to be difficult for me to support and take care of others. So I don't have any problem in that area. I just, you know, I, um, I tend to sleep fast, so I'm an early riser, and I'm able to just have my time before mm -hmm. it's time that I share it with others. And, um, but it, you're absolutely right. It is so, it is so important, yeah. so important to take care of yourself because you cannot um, extend that to others unless you are in a good place. Absolutely. You know, besides self-care as a coach, I'm curious from you as well. Um, what do you think are some of the qualities that makes a coach successful as a coach? Um, I, think, I, I think your clients will determine some of that success because what if you go into a coaching scenario and you're thinking well I've got to do this 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 and this to be successful I really think your your client will tell you what you've done to be successful so in one situation you might just have provoked them enough and inspired them enough for, to, for them to carry on. You might have listened at a really deep level that takes them to a place of feeling. So I don't know if there is a pad answer as much as it is, I think, I think your, your client will tell you. And that was the same way in teaching. You know, I remember early on hearing that you may not know how impactful you were with your students for 20 years. Mm. You, you may not ever True. know until they circle back around yeah. and then they'll tell you at their 10 or 15 or 20 year high school reunion. You, you, may, not have, you may not know during that time. Sure. So, um, so, so your client, but your client, I think your client will, will really know and you will know you will know if you're following, you know, the principles that you want to follow. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, we're trained even within the CTI school, you know, yeah. are we, as they say, looking at them as naturally creative, resourceful and whole, you know, right. <laughs> and, you know are we evoking transformation? Are we focusing on the whole person? And are we, you know, are we actually dancing in that moment? Yeah, those are such key principles to yeah, this, this yeah. work. Absolutely. Yeah. I love the picture you're painting about, you know, years later, you know, your clients or your students, in the case of teachers, come back and say, 
you have deeply impacted my life. And mm-hmm. you, had, you had no idea until that moment that exactly. you were actually evoking. In exactly. That sense. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm curious from you, your person, like, who are some of those people for you that uh, have inspired you and have evoked transformation in you to, to bring you to this point of being such a visionary to bring this coaching for everyone to, to the table? You know, there's been so, there's just been, I've just had really some amazing opportunities. I had a non traditional um, upbringing. And so, because of that non traditional upbringing, um, I had a lot of different individuals that came, stepped in, stepped out, stepped in, stepped out mm-hmm. of, you know, of my life. And I just feel as though I've just been so fortunate to be able to call on all of these different individuals. Um, I grew up in a boys' school and um, left home when I was 11 and was there for five years. And then I was in a foster family. But there's individuals at that boys' school that literally changed my life that my wife still hears about, you know, 50 years later. Um, wow. She still hears about these stories from that time when I was at that boys' school. And, um, and then she hears the same kinds of stories in my, in, you know, the people that um, I was in a foster family with from my senior year in high school. She hears those stories. And then, you know, she hears the stories about the people that impacted me, even in college. You know, I went to college and majored in theater, but I had never seen, nor was I ever in a play in high school. Really? Yeah. And I majored, I majored in theater, changed the major and and began my major my sophomore year. So the instructor of the theater um, program Uh, took me on as a project because I'd never seen a play. I'd never been in a play until that year. Actually, the first play I saw was the summer before I went away to school and uh, saw Godspell. And then that, that began to move, um, move the needle for me. And so he played a role during that time and then teaching different teaching colleagues and different administrators you know, and then, you know, go into leadership and people that were involved with me in the whole leadership development and coaching. So there's people that are still impacting me um, as of today. So it just keeps getting built on, built on, built on. So for me to get to this point and say, well, this seems like a nonprofit and, and I could see it and I could visualize it in my head of of what I wanted to do. Um, I did want some confirmation from what I call my personal board of directors out there. So I contacted a variety of different people and ran the idea by them. And they were just like, you gotta do this. You gotta make this happen. And how can I, there was so many people that I just wanted to run the idea by. And by the end of the conversation, it was, I wanna be a part. What can I do to help? Isn't that amazing? So yeah. So we you know, we were able to create this, um, this group of individuals that have just been, uh, they've, you know, they've just been amazing as far as our, um, as far as our, you know, beginning members. Um, so, so yeah. Wow. I'm just like, also just thinking about the, the trek of your life, like the journey of your life that's led you to here now and just hearing a little bit about your backstory and 
the people that have influenced your life as well to lead you to this point. I mean, it's just, I just want to say, it's just so incredible to, mm. to play witness here to, to yeah. hearing that. And yeah. I see you right now in, in your life, like just really birthing this incredible vision. Like it feels like a sort of a peak moment in your life to be launching this coaching for everyone program. And well, we're, you know, I, and, and I would be remiss if um, I said this was something that I was sort of doing myself because we have a group of um, founding, what we call founding members. Yep. And, you know, in 40 days, um, we decided to take on a fundraising effort just to have um, 40 days ago. And we said, let's, you know, let's set the goal of, um, let's set the goal of $50,000. And in 40 days, we're, we're, you know, and that's only a partial of where we want to be. We want to get to, you know, $100,000 here soon. But in 40 days, we've raised over $55,000. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations. And that has been because of the work of our founding members that have just jumped on board and have just run with this mission. And so, yeah, I might've had the mission, but there's a lot of people taking care of this baby right now. That's incredible. I'm curious too, just in terms of how people listening might get involved or become advocates for coaching for everyone. What sort of, how can they get involved with what you're doing? It's real, you know, probably the first step is literally just to, um, the same path as all these people. And I've, you know, sat down with them on a Zoom and had a one-on-one conversation and, you know, gave them the the overview of the organization and then let their skill set dictate what they wanted to do. Mm. And so that's simple. All they have to do is, you know, Victor at coaching for everyone.org and drop me a note and we'll start a conversation. That's incredible. Yeah. And just currently, like as we're recording this, I mean, this is a very new startup um, right, initiative. Right. This is four months old. Four months old. I mean, this is four exciting to talk to you in this stage. I mean, yeah. is it in operation right now that you're matching coaches with, with clients? We've identified our first client. Um, COVID has played a little bit of havoc because the, the client is called the uh, San Francisco Achievers out of San Francisco, and they work with African-American men in their um, process in higher education um, are the ones that we're going to be working with. And, and um, we are just in the process of seeing what's happening with where they will return, if they will return back to school, yeah. um, you know, that whole timing process. But they are our first um, client, we're not only going to be coaching somewhere between 15 and 20 of them, but we're also going to be coaching their staff. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. And what, what is the selection process like to be on either side of the fence, to become a coach or to be a client yeah. of coaching? Yeah, for the selection process for um, the nonprofit, because we did not want to get overwhelmed, we decided that we would sort of handpick and we would allow sort of um, our board of advisors to bring um, 
individual organization sort of to the table. So early on when I had two or three different advisors, one person shared with me to, um, to look at, she was actually on the board for the um, San Francisco Achievers. And so she asked that I take a look at them while we talked to them and then it was just a no brainer to work with them. And in coaching, um, um, depending on the organization, this organization has asked that we have African-American coaches that coach their clients, but that won't be the case all the time. So if someone wants to um, be a coach for us, we're just asking that they be um, certified, ICF certified, and they can just go on our website on www.coachingforeveryone.org and they can apply to be a coach. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. So exciting. Yeah. I can see this really taking off globally, just the concept of it. Um, curious as well, just the, the, this idea, I mean, it, it sounds so effortless. It just came to you. <laughs> but I'm just curious, like, when these ideas come through, I mean, how do you find your inspiration? Like, what, what is that to you and how do you find it? You know, I, I am inspired. Well, case in point, I am inspired by, by indiv- literally individuals around me, regardless of age, race, class. It just, and so when I see something that is inspirational to me, then, um, then it just, it just evokes, um, inspiration it just so i i don't know if i could pinpoint it but i would definitely say that there are there just just if you observe and if you're open to inspiration then it will present itself to you mm-hmm. case in point um one of my old one of my old um students from um a university that I taught at has a daughter who's 12 and um, showed me some of her artwork yesterday. I was just blown away at the uniqueness and the creativity and the color and just, oh, it was just amazing. So I thought, well, shoot, if I think this is, so I reached out to the mom and I said, hey, can I post this? Can you send me more of this? She sent me maybe five or seven more. I posted it at last, at last peak on my site. Over 90 people had responded and had the same kind of feelings like, oh my God, this is so good. I can't believe she's 12 and on and on and on. Well, it's things like that that inspire me. There was a teacher, one of my colleagues, who when I was a principal, he was one of my teachers. He is now a principal. This is how the art inspired him. He wanted the mom's email address so he could buy one of the one of these works of arts put it in his office as the principal and say this 
is what you can do as a 12-year-old. Wow. Good he was that inspired Whoa. by this art. Okay, wow. so it's yeah. the multitudes of things like that that happen. But I share that with you because that just happened. That just happened yesterday. Wow. It's, it's just true. like such a good thing. Like good things yeah. are happening in the... Uh, Absolutely. I, I also pick up, too, as you're speaking, just the feeling of gratitude and just this really positive energy in the way that you show up in, the, in your mindset and mm-hmm. this vision. I'm just, I'm so excited about it for you. <laughs> I almost feel like that principal calling the mom to be like, we've got to get Victor on the podcast to share this art that he's putting out into the world. Because I just, as soon as I heard that coaching for everyone and just to really be in what that could mean. Mm-hmm. especially in the times we're in right now. Yeah. I just think this is just so timely that you're creating this for, for people that wouldn't otherwise get a chance to work with a coach. It's incredible. Yeah, well, well and, and I really mean this when I say this, but I hear you say that you're creating this, but even right now, what you're doing to interview me and to put me out there in your world, look what you're creating. You are creating this also. Mm-hmm. Just And there's, there's been a variety of yous out there that are doing their little bit to help create and get the word out there. But you now, it, it's not me, it's us now, yeah. collectively. The we. But this is what, yeah. And this is because who knows what's going to come of just this interview. Who knows? So you've played a role in this. You are part of this. You are creating this also. So you need to take some ownership. Thank you. Well, (laughs) I will, uh, we will take ownership together in that. And that's, I think what I love too about the coaching model and just the premise of all of this is that it really is inclusive of of everyone. We're all playing a part. We're all playing a part. Wow. Incredible. Victor, I am so grateful to, uh, to just highlight this new program, Coaching for Everyone, and this movement, I should say. And I want to encourage people to, uh, I was just going to give the website again, coachingforeveryone.org. I want to encourage you to just go check out this vision. And uh, if it touches your heart like it did mine, uh, join the collective we and be part of it on whatever level, skill set, gifts, we all have them. Um, highly recommend just checking it out and being part of it. And thank you for, I want to just again, really name, thank you for uh, honoring this, this vision and this spark and, and just serving it to the world. I, we're, I'm so excited for you. Well, thank you, Keith, and really appreciate it. And um, I'm sure we'll be in touch, you know, as we um, keep on easing on down this road. And, Absolutely. Um, I just really appreciate and I am so grateful that you um, have had me on your show. Thanks, Victor. Thank you. All right, that concludes another episode of Let's Connect. And I hope you will consider going to visit coachingforeveryone.org and find out how you can get involved as well in this incredible vision and movement in our world right now. Thanks again to Victor for being here on the podcast. And thank you to all of you for tuning in every week and listening and all the emails that come in around the show. I appreciate it so much. And I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Let's Connect.